I was going to keep just keep talking, but I forgot Sorry. that we are on. We're live. Yep. We're live. Well, I mean, yes, right now. Listen, I'm not going to go into the We are. Logistics. I mean, right. Uh, this is Three Funny Ladies. That is Susan J. Cokes. That's Joe Bailey. Uh, and we are talking to you today. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever day that you might listen to it, that's the day we're talking to you. That's right. That's, that's right. right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. How are you? Good. My stomach hurts. Oh, no. Uh, I know, right? Are you PG? <sighs> Am I PG? Pregnant? <laughs> at 47, that would be a fucking nightmare. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I did it at 37. I'm not doing it at 47. You'd be on the front pages of the National Enquirer. All right. I'm not that fucking old, but... <laughs> This geriatric pregnancy is going to come to term. 37 is geriatric pregnancy. Mm. I think anything after 35. You ladies have all the good times. I mean, it's just so easy and breezy and beautiful cover girl. I was just going to say that. Just be glad you don't live in Texas. Jesus. I mean, listen. Jesus Christ. I I was thinking about this today and just like, listen, if you don't, you should know our politics by now, dear listener. (laughs) Dear reader. Dear reader. Um, So like, if you want to skip over this, fine. But I was thinking about it today and it's very, um, it's very astounding. If you are a woman, um, you have had to think about abortion, whether it's something that came up for you personally or not. And what I mean by this is as soon as, you know, you get the talk or you start to be sexually active, someone brings up abortion. Well, you don't want to get an abortion, do you? Or something along those lines. And sometimes you have to think about it because it might be a way you have to go. And sometimes it's just people asking your opinion because they need to know for some reason. So, you know, these men making these laws and it's just astounding to me. Um, I've never had one. Uh, I am pro-choice. I don't know, given certain circumstances, I don't know what my decision would be. Um, But the fact of the matter is, uh, I'd really like to have a choice in the matter. Mm -hmm. Um, And just because you're pro-choice does not mean that you're pro-abortion. Yeah, I'm not, like, going out here to, like, you know, maternity wards. Like, hey, it's not too late! (laughs) Like, no, no one, no one, no one is pro-abortion that's ridiculous and here's the thing those people who pass that law their inner circle will always have access if they need it to a safe abortion correct so and also so it's six weeks you have until six weeks most people, and they know this, that's why they did it this way. Mm-hmm. Most You don't know till you're eight weeks a lot of times. Now, I knew super early because I'm a freak of nature. So I knew at like five, it was, I'm a freak. But like most of the time you don't know. And so that was on purpose, you mm-hmm. motherfuckers. And like, 
my thing is the thing that always stupefies me is like, where does this power hungriness come from? It's just like the same, like love of money. Like we gotta have it, gotta have it, gotta have it all, all of it. And it's like, okay, so here's the thing. Abortions aren't going to stop. So FYI, abortions aren't going to stop. Right. Okay. They're just, people are going to go to different states. People are going to do them in places where they shouldn't. Um, And so you don't give a fuck about life. No. Because if you, because people are going to die from this. Yeah. Let's just be honest. Also, you don't give a fuck about life because if somebody who shouldn't have a baby for whatever reason has it. And then is like, I can't take care of it. Will you, you're going to say no, of course. So it's not about any of that. So stop fooling yourselves. Like just own it. Your pieces of shit. Okay. (laughs) Just (laughs) own it. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Next. (laughs) Anyway. Oh, another thing is once again, political. So sorry, skip ahead. We just, one of the houses on our street is being flipped and one of the guys that's working in there has a big Trump flag and I can't, we don't know what it says. We just know it's a Trump flag. Here's my question. It's on their truck. Oh, okay. Um, so here's my, here's my question. He is not our president right now. Uh, he cannot be our president anytime soon. I would venture to guess he can't be our president ever depending on whatever whatever why do you still have the flag do you just want people to know you're a shitty human is that it because you're helping you're helping believe me um but i don't get it like what's with the flag some of the well i mean what's with the flags at all well correct because this is the first time this has ever happened can you imagine like putting a fucking biden flag on your fucking car and that's the thing you know what i i voted obviously i voted for biden i don't think he's perfect no i don't maybe even i don't know anyone who loves him right i don't love him uh I, i don't even had there been someone else i probably would have voted for someone else i would never I love Barack Obama. I think he was fucking spectacular. You would never catch me having any hat, flag, any sort of bullshit with Obama all over it. No. You look insane. Yeah, it's ridiculous. What are you doing? Anyway, that's here comes some one-star reviews. <laughs> Welcome to Three Funny Ladies. <laughs> Here's our political views. Everyone get in line. <laughs> oh, boy. So what have you done this week? Anything interesting? Um, well, you know, it's been a short week for us because we recorded just a few days ago. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You're right. Current yeah. episode because um, mm-hmm. of my travel sketch. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was uh, so really not a lot has gone down this week, really. All right. All right. Lily started school this week. Yeah, that's crazy. That school is already in full swing. She's going in person. Everyone's wearing a mask. You know, we could you could choose virtual if you wanted to. And we thought about it. Um, my kid was a preemie, so and like I think I've said it here before. She's had she's only nine. She's had pneumonia three, four times. So mm. and that's ridiculous. I'm 47. I've had it once. So she we don't want to mess with that shit, but it came down to mental health as well. So we sent her in person. Only 11 kids from her school went virtual. 
So I think everyone's sort of in the same sort of boat. Um, but she has had some gems already this week uh, on her first day of school de- describing a young gentleman in her class. She said, um, I don't mean to be mean, but he's the dumbest man I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> and then today in the car, she said, <laughs> oh, this one is, I love this one. I, um, there is this classmate that I have. And he, we were classmates in second grade and we didn't like each other, but now we get along and not only that, but I think I like him. So you know what I did? I went up and I told him and he told me that he had a crush on somebody else. And you know what? I accept that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad that she's so woke. (laughs) Well, (laughs) don't get on her side too quickly because then that was followed up with this other kid kept saying stupid irritating jokes like that's what she said and i told him if he didn't stop i was gonna punch him right in the nose and then i chased him (laughs) with my fist up (laughs) and i think he scared me because i think i'm a little too much (laughs) (laughs) so that's what's happening (laughs) she's not wrong though he wouldn't stop saying it i was gonna punch him in the nose (laughs) (laughs) because i probably would have punched him too so that's all that's happening here school which i can't believe so yeah and we're about to head into a long weekend yes yeah this will be dropping on the day of labor labor of a day uh yeah yeah all right (laughs) so that's it that's all that's happening that's all that's going on yeah i can't think of a single bingle thing yeah Single bingle. I love that. <laughs> Should we talk about our lady then? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Now, listen. First of all, everybody knows everything I get off uh, the information is from Wikipedia. Um, and let me tell you something. Miss Coolidge is, uh, she's not one of those people that has a lot of information. So Jennifer Coolidge. Jennifer Coolidge. Is whom we will be discussing today. Correct. She was born Jennifer Audrey Coolidge. Doesn't Love she it. look like an Audrey? 100%. She really embodies Audrey. Like her first name should be Audrey. Um, she was born, uh, nope, August 28th, 1961. She just turned um, 60. That's craziness. She was born in Boston to Gretchen. Aww, oh, Gretchen. And Paul. Oh yeah. my God. Paul is, Gret- is our friend Gretchen's father's name. Okay, that's weird. That's super weird. <laughs> he was a plastics manufacturer. She is of English, German, Scottish, and Irish descent and was raised in Norwell, Massachusetts. She is one of four children with a brother, Andrew, and two sisters, Elizabeth and Susanna. She attended Norwell High School and the Cambridge School of Weston and pursued university studies at Emerson College in Boston and the American Academy of Dramatic Arts in New York City. Mm, ooh, la, la. She played the clarinet and went to orchestra camp for three summers as a child. <laughs> and that's all I have. <laughs> Until this, this, this is crazy. I cannot wrap my head around it. She dated Chris Kattan. I saw that. That is crazy to me too. That makes zero sense. Yeah, it's crazy. Zero. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> what is your first memory of Jennifer Coolidge? Um, the Christopher Guest movies. Yeah. 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 I actually saw her perform at the Groundlings. Oh. 
when I lived in Los Angeles in, it was probably 99. Okay. Okay. Um, and I absolutely fell in love with her. And then I probably the next time I saw her would have been in Best in Show. Now, was it an improvised show or was it a sketch show? It was a sketch show. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, is she, was she, because to me, Jennifer Coolidge, like, I'd love to talk to her in person and see if she's that, because listen, she plays the same person all the time. Let's, I mean, for the most part. Okay. But I love it. But I would love to know if she's very different in real life. Yeah. I, I find, especially this week, watching things, like, I just always, will always, always root for her. Oh, for sure. She's so daffy mm-hmm. and eccentric mm-hmm. and just absolutely lovable and hysterical. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just have always, always loved her. And I just, I'm, I, I feel like she hasn't gotten the work that she deserves. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's been sad to watch like these like looking at her credits this week i was like oh oh you were in that oh i feel like she'd be a good judy you know what i mean a real good judy 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 a real good judy a real good friend oh you're gay pick up on this what's happening (laughs) oh judy oh Oh, oh my god backtracking just one second yeah yeah oh no because it's on tonight sorry rupaul's drag race Oh right, yes. I know who won, but you don't. Oh my unless goodness, you already, no. unless you I already. Know, I okay, don't do that. so never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Continue. All right. So Jennifer Coolidge. Now I I did because like you, there wasn't a lot, so I did a lot of digging, and I my information is coming from Wikipedia and articles in the Guardian, IndieWire, the LA Times, Las Vegas Magazine, and Los Angeles Magazine. Okay. Um, so she was in an acting class in New York, and one of her classmates suggested that she try improvis- improvisational comedy. Improvisation. So she first joined the Gotham City Improv, and then she moved to L.A., uh, and that's where she took up with the Groundlings. Okay. At the Groundlings, she was a castmate with Kathy Griffin, Will Ferrell, Lisa Kudrow, Sherry O'Terry. Oh Chris Catan oh and others. There it is. There yes. it is. Yep. And here's there the, it is. this is an interesting slash sad factoid. She was flown to New York to audition for Saturday Night Live mm-hmm. with Will Farrell, Sherry O'Terry, and Chris Catan. No, no. Yeah, she was the only one no. not to get a job. <laughs> Although I will say, I don't think she would have done well there. That's what she says, too. She says, I think Saturday Night Live would have devastated me. Yeah, I don't think she would have done well there. But that is, that reminds me of auditioning for grad schools. (laughs) Everyone in my group got letters. Oh, that's sad. So for the next two days, I just stayed in the hotel room by myself. While everyone went to comics. Oh, that's so sad. Uh, she made her first appearance on television in our favorite uh, series, Seinfeld. Oh, God. Uh, she appeared in an episode called The Masseuse. And before gaining wide recognition, she uh, was in small roles in such films as A Bucket of Blood. Sure. sure. Plump Fiction. Oh. 
Oh my god, and is that a porno? No, I think it's. I think Dom DeLuise is in it. Maybe. Oh, uh, maybe it still is a porno. Or, uh, no, I'm thinking of Silence of the Hams. <laughs> I know he's in that. You're just making these things up. No, that's true. He is. He's in Silence of the Hams. Um, oh my god! But even lately, she was in that the stupid date movie and the, the those stupid movies. You know, those like little parody movies. Oh, sure, sure. Disaster movie and those things. Sure, 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 sure. sure. She also voiced Luann's beauty school teacher uh, in a recurring role on King of the Hill. Okay. In 1999, she got her big break playing Stifler's mom in American Pie. Okay. The film was a box office hit, and she reprised her role in American Pie 2, which is the best one of the series. And also. I haven't seen any of them. Oh, I I really love American Pie 2. Yeah, I haven't seen any of them. And then she also was in American Wedding, and then I think she's also in American Reunion. Uh, later that same year, she had a supporting... Nope, sorry. 2001 was when she was in American Pie 2. Later that same year, she appeared in Legally Blonde as Paulette Bonafonte Parcel, who was a manicurist. Uh, Legally Blonde was a huge hit. As we all know, if you were alive in 2001, uh, she also appeared in the film's sequel, Legally Blonde 2, Red, White, and Blonde. Um, but the movie was not as successful because it is a piece of garbage. <laughs> and unfortunately, poor Sally Field is in it, and that's so sad. But that movie is terrible. Because that was a piece of garbage. <laughs> um, but according to Wikipedia, uh, it didn't do so well because it's a piece of trash. <laughs> no, that's not. That's my that's my opining. Uh, she almost got the role of Lynette Scavo on Desperate Housewives. But that eventually went to newly convicted felon Felicity Huffman. <laughs> I can't see her in that group either. Yeah, that would have been such a different that, show. I love oh, that show. From such the a different show. At the beginning. Um, oh, we were just, oh, we were watching an episode of Talk Show, The Game Show. Mm. And uh, Alec Moppa was on, who had been on, he did an arc on Desperate Housewives. Okay. And he said, this is just funny. He's like, I was on one of the weeks that the Emmy nominations were announced. And um, someone on the show was being a total bitch. And I'm not going to mention any names, but it was not Felicity Huffman, Marsha Cross, or Eva Longoria. <laughs> All right. I'm like, well, I've heard that about her before, Terry Hatcher. From 2004 to 2006, she appeared in the Misbegotten Friends sequel, Joey, as Joey's oversexed agent, Bobby Morgenstern, uh, which is funny because if you remember, she also appeared in an episode of Friends, which is very funny. She is Phoebe and Monica's friend, Amanda, who has just come back from England. And she yes. talks in yes. that accent and yes. then she does that dance. Yeah. And they hate her. They, they try to like get rid of her. <laughs> they try to kill her. <laughs> they try to kill her. It's a very special episode of Friends. Okay. Yep. Yep. <laughs> they like feed her Drano. <laughs> um, no. She also has appeared in Frasier, Sex in the City, The Secret Life of the American Teenager, Party Down, and unfortunately was a regular on Two Broke Girls, which is also garbage television that it's such garbage just 
terrible. Yeah, I think Did we that, talk we didn't talk about this last week. We just talked about it not recording. I think yeah, we were talking yes, I think we were done recording when we Cuz I love Kat Dennings. I love her. She is so awful on that show cuz it looks like she's just trying to get through it. <laughs> yeah, for and it's on for like 6 seasons or something. 7 know, 6 7 seasons. And I want to love it cuz I love her and it's just like are you even okay? Yeah, as much as I love, love, love Jennifer Coolidge, I cannot watch an episode of that show. Yeah, it's like terrible. the people who wrote it wrote it in their sleep, or they were like on Ambien and they had like some sort They're of like had thing. an AI do it. Yeah, yes, they just like fed a robot all sorts of terrible television shows, and that's right. what they came up. One with. is rich, one is not. Go. They want to make cupcakes, <laughs> and they talk about dirty things. Like, <laughs> In an unfunny way. Doesn't need to be funny. So from 2000, 2006, of course, she played uh, many different roles in the Christopher Guest canon, Best in Show, Mighty Wind, and For Your Consideration, what I'm arguably I'm sure she is best known for. Uh, she also appeared in A Cinderella Story. She was just in Promising Young Woman. Uh, and she has this quote, which I loved. She says, what a great movie. I felt in awe of director Emerald Fennell and lead actress Carrie Mulligan. Both those girls are so advanced and accomplished. Emerald is a wise head on young shoulders, phenomenally bright with such a smart view of the world. I felt like a novice by comparison. At times I was like, oh my God, she thinks I suck. The thing that saved me from totally tanking was a dinner scene where we could improvise. That was when I hoped we might end up all right. And maybe Emerald didn't think I was a total idiot. Mm. I know she seems very, a lot of things I read about her. She seems like she's very insecure about her talent. Mm. In the mid two thousands, she did a stand-up comedy tour, which I'm like, Oh, I would have loved to have seen that. Um, and then in 2001, she appeared uh, in the Broadway revival of The Women. Um, also, she lives in New Orleans. And oh. the house that she lives in, in New Orleans, uh, they used, Sophia Coppola used to when she filmed her film, The Beguiled. Yeah, I had that, and then I didn't say it. Ah. So. Um, so. But yeah, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. And I hope she survived the hurricane okay. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Um, and so that is, uh, that is my stuff on Jennifer Coolidge. All right. What is your film of the week? Well, it is Legally Blonde. Legally Blonde. Legally Blonde. Now, I think everyone's seen Legally Blonde unless you've lived under a rock. Yes. And now it's a musicale as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, it was a 2001 American comedy film directed by Robert Luketic in his feature-length directorial debut. And I love this movie. I love Reese Witherspoon. I love Jenner. I love it all. I just, I love it. It's so good. It's just so cute. And it's not, it's just sweet. And I love it. How do you feel about it in general? Um, here's the thing. Oh, no. <laughs> I, oh, no. First of all, I can't believe this movie is exactly like 20 years old. That's crazy to me. Yeah, that doesn't make any fucking sense whatsoever. I probably haven't seen it in probably 17 years. Okay. I found myself 
not giving into its charms. I was like, I don't know. Like, I was just like, oh, I'm sure. Oh, oh, okay. (laughs) Oh, yep. That that'll happen. (laughs) Like, I hate. Okay, so first of all, we need to talk about Warner because it looks like he has eyes that go two different directions. Like, yeah, Warner's not attractive. Not at all. Not at all. Not like, at gross. all. Gross. Yeah, no, he's gross. Yeah, it doesn't he's make gross. any sense. Like even he's in two thousand one, like Chris Klein would have been like far superior than right. whoever this idiot was. Is you know what is most unbelievable about that whole movie is her room. Right. That's <laughs> the other thing when she shows up to Harvard. Like just every single person is like, "Ew, ew, she's weird. She's." So material, like everyone. Right. And it's not, it's Harvard. So it's not going to be like that. Right. Because (laughs) people that go there are going to be rich. Right. And even if you think she's like fluffy, like it's not going to be like outward hatred. Right. So that bothered me. Okay. And I know, I know, I get, okay. I know. I am not, you are allowed. Well, listen. Silly movie. I get it. It is. But what saves it for me. The two things I love in this movie are Jennifer Coolidge, who I adore. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm taking I, the dog. <laughs> a dynamite cameo from Ms. Ms. Raquel Welch, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I had forgotten that she was even in this. And I'm like, she's divine. You know what else I don't like? I'm sorry. Go ahead. The other thing, thing. Sorry. Please remember. The other thing I find so embarrassing about this movie is that whole bend and snap routine where everybody gets in on the act. Yeah. 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 So weird. So oh, weird. so I was just saying like, oh, oh God, I'm so embarrassed for all of you. Oh yes, God, it truth. hurts. Yeah. When I get to that scene, here's the thing. <clears throat> I always go into movies. I don't do this so much with shows, but I always go into movies suspending every disbelief just taking it for what it is um i want to like it when i see it you know Mm -hmm. um and there are movies that i will walk away from from the theater and be like i really like that that was great and then i watch it again i go this is actually garbage i just liked it because of the experience or what have you so i tend not to I can look at those things like her room or the bend and snap thing. And I just kind of let it go and take it for what it is. You know what I mean? Oh, oh, the biggest problem I have is her two best friends. Like one of them's getting married, but she didn't know, but they were like best friend. I don't know. It's it's stuff like that, that I'm like, hold on a second. That timeline. does. I have the same thought. Yep. Like you're getting married, but she's like your best. When did this whole relationship happen? I don't understand what's happening. So, um, but I do love the courtroom scene where she figures out the, the diaphylene cabadoopity from the perm. (laughs) And I do love, uh, Luke Wilson. He's very sweet in this. You know, it's cute. It's not, um, it's not, um, I was going to say, I keep wanting to say Hamlet, which I guess, I mean, it's not Hamlet, but that's not. not what I was going for. Citizen Kane. Although I haven't seen Citizen Kane, I probably honestly would hate citizen kane it sounds boring um it was a sled like i don't what um <laughs> i don't okay uh but i like spoiler it spoiler alert <laughs> spoiler if you haven't seen citizen kane whatever the fuck they're talking about it's a sled um but i liked it it's cute it's a it's um it's not 
my comfort movie, but I could see how it would be a comfort movie to some people. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I just think Reese Witherspoon is as cute as a button and Jennifer Coolidge, her I'm taking the dog. Um, makes me think of 4th of July. Uh, I just, I, I think they're both great. And I love the, I, I am a sucker for unlikely friendships. Mm -hmm. So the friendship between her and Jennifer Coolidge should not work. And it's just delightful. Same thing with Back to the Future with people make fun of all the time, which I totally get. But this wacky scientist and a teenage boy, that's weird. Like, that's weird vibes, right? But I'm just a sucker for unlikely people being really good friends. Yeah. And I do, they do work well together. They have nice chemistry together. Um, they are very dear together. Yes. I love it. I do also like, they just do a, a like a, a passage of time. Like they get through the winter months, just showing that one scene of the two of them, like sitting, there's a Christmas tree up and snow is falling and then we're done. And then it's spring again. So you don't yeah. have to worry about winter at all. No <laughs> snow anywhere. You don't have to be brought down by that bullshit. <laughs> the other thing that bothered me too. And again, I get it. I know, but like, it's a high profile murder case. And this high profile lawyer is going to comprise most of his legal team with first year law students. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. No, that's yeah. Uh huh. Like there and are like seven people on his team and like four of them are first year law right. students. And it's murder and it's not a slam dunk. Like everyone, even he thinks she's guilty. Exactly. Like it's this isn't like, oh, I can pad my team with students because I'm gonna exactly. win regardless of what happens. Yes. It's yeah. like, no, mm, there's witnesses. Like to the and I oh, that's what I love too. The when uh the pool boy is stamping his no, oh, when yeah. she's stamping she her foot. Her Prada shoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah her last Prada season Prada shoes. Last season Prada shoes. <laughs> <laughs> He's gay. <laughs> I also do need to just give a little shout out to Selma Blair because I also adore oh, I Selma love Blair. Her. I love her. And she's so gorgeous. They were in, I meant to look this up, but I forgot. They were in Cruel Intentions together. Selma Blair and yes. Reese yes. Yeah. That's another movie I think I saw one time at the theater when it was out. Yeah, I don't think I've seen it. Um, that's basically dangerous liaisons, right? Yeah. Summer Blair strikes me as a really cool chick. I say this because she's friends. It seems like she's friends with everyone she's ever worked with. Mm. So it's like, oh, she must be good people. Like she's really good friends with Sarah Michelle Geller. And like and it she just seems like a cool chick. And now she has and MS. I know I'm sad. I'm sad. I think she's getting she's like evening out. A I love it. I think. Do you follow her on Instagram? I do. Yeah. I love, she takes all those pictures with her cane. I think it's just very cool. And she's just so stunning. And oh has my God, the I weirdest love hairline hair. I've ever seen. I <laughs> love her gorgeous. little short, little pixie cut. So great. Oh God. She's just, yeah, no, she's, she's a hair icon. Yeah. I love, I love her. her. I love her too. So um, I mean, the that's other it thing, for Legally Bond, but yeah. Oh, go le ahead. It's legally not Bond. Uh, legally Bond. <laughs> The the third one is in the in the works. Is it still? Yeah, Mindy Kaling okay. is apparently writing the script. One of these articles uh. I read, Jennifer Coolidge said that they have had a few meetings slash reading slash rehearsals on Zoom this past year and a half. Mm. So we'll All see right. what happens, but All right. it'll be. I would love to see it. Interesting, I guess. Twenty years. I'm later. just curious for that. At that, yeah, I'm just curious for that. Really? Yeah. yeah and so. two, not good. Oh God. And not yeah, good. I felt so bad for poor Sally Field. And, um, oh God, I've forgotten her name. Regina, Regina, Regina King, Regina King, Regina George, 
Regina George. Is it? Is it uh, Regina yes, King? Is in yeah. Legally Blonde too? And she plays Regina George. Yes. Oh my gosh! Wow. It was the Mean Girls prequel. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, she's in, yeah, she's, she's basically the new Selma character, I believe. Like, oh. they start off hitting each other, and then, yeah. Yeah, I legitimately did see that movie only one time at the theater, and then never again. Regina King still has to answer for Miss Congeniality too. so she's a real sequel person. I didn't see either one of them. They're bad, so, Yeah. Here's another story real quick that I read in these, one of these articles. Uh, Jennifer Coolidge, before she had a big, worked at a restaurant in L.A. She was a waitress. And okay. Sandy Bullock was the hostess. Oh, my God. Isn't that funny? Oh. And she says in this article, she's like, I knew that she was going to make it. She just had it all together. And I knew that she was going to make it big. Well, she's just, I love her, too. How do you feel about Sandra? You don't. Lo- you don't. I you don't do. like her. You I don't, don't like her. I don't. don't. What? Okay, another time. Another time. Why? No, why? <laughs> no, well, because you'll probably pick her one of these days, so. All right. I might not. But I, well, d- I don't I mean, know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. If if we get to the final episode of this podcast and we haven't done Sandy Bullock, <laughs> then I'll share my thoughts. Wait, there's a final episode of this podcast? Do we have I a I mean, maybe. Do- I don't know. Oh, God. If it's 10 years from now and we're like, I think we need to wind this down. <laughs> you know, uh, nobody's been listening <laughs> for the past... <laughs> Nine and a half years. I Actually, think. though, we need to also uh, congratulate ourselves on that because people are listening because we they just are. hit 15,000 downloads. Woohoo! I, don't, I know, mean, I, I don't, don't know what that means. I don't think that's especially great. No. Because someone, I was reading about someone's podcast and they're like, oh, I just hit 400,000 downloads. But whatever, I'll take well, 15,000. So we could be doing better. <laughs> But uh, But let's celebrate the wins. Exactly. And we're big. We're like number 29 in Zambia right now. What the fuck? I don't don't understand. We we are going places, kid. We we really are. We're going to go. Well, a tour of Africa, at least, because we also charted in Kenya a couple weeks ago. They love us. They love us. So it's going to be that sub-Saharan tour. Okay. Well, hey, listen, Uh, I used to like heat. I don't anymore, so it might become a problem, but we'll cross that bridge when it comes yep, to that. exactly. We'll I also don't have that. a passport. Mm. Whatever. I'm yeah. sure it's fine. We'll figure it out. I'm sure travel's no big deal right now. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you have us watch? I. <laughs> so what did you make us watch? <laughs> My choice this week is the White Lotus. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The miniseries, limited series, well, it was limited. Uh, it te- intentionally was limited, but not anymore. Oh, um, it, on, it has been renewed. It has been. Oh, thank God. On HBO. Did you hate it? <laughs> I fucking hated it with the intensity of a thousand, oh. thousand burning suns. I hated every second of it. Oh, there was that's... not one second that I enjoyed. I hated oh, it. Oh, that's sad. But you go. <laughs> I love it. I think it's brilliant. I think it's brilliant. It's one of my favorite things. Tell me what, and I'm not saying this in a, in a explain yourself sort of way. What do you explain why you love it? Cause I don't, I just didn't, it's not that I didn't get it. Like I didn't understand what was going on. I just didn't get why it was a show. What I mean by that is. I didn't think not one character was redeemable. No. Uh, yeah. I just, 
uh, so much of it made me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the point. Both of those things I think are the point are part of the point. Okay. I think it's, it's about um, white privilege. Oh, sure. Yes. I, it's a, I think my take is that it's a satire on white privilege. So you have these okay. insufferable people yeah. going to this Hawaiian resort. Yeah. And it, it sort of becomes not only like racially unbalanced, but also class unbalanced mm-hmm. because you have like, it's sort of like an upstairs downstairs kind of thing with the hotel staff mm-hmm. and these people who are there as guests. But, but it also, I think there's also this, that really interesting because that one girl who goes with the family, who's like the only person of color, who's a guest yeah, right. um, has such a different experience. I think in a number of ways, one because of her skin color, but also because I think she's there not on her own accord. You know what I mean? Right. Like she's there with her friend's family and those two girls together were like, Oh boy. Yeah. But just that sort of dichotomy, dichotomy between like the Hawaiian, like nationals, you know what I mean? Like, yes. And how she gets so uncomfortable, like her, that boy that she's sleeping with, like has, has to dance mm-hmm. for the white people as entertainment. Right. When it's really part of his heritage and, you know, like should be, I mean, basically, like the white people stole Hawaii uh, right. from them, and then you know, it's, it's so it's weird. It's so on trend, but it's also I think what, for Americans to steal. I shit. know, right? White people. <laughs> I think that Mike White. I love Mike White so much, and I think that he was able for me to make these people terrible, insufferable people, but were not for me at least um like caricatures. Um, they were not. I feel like he really had affection for them in a lot of ways that is what made it so interesting for me. Like I and I normally am not a Steve Zahn fan, IRL. I thought he was great. I thought everybody was great. I thought Connie Britton was great. The two newlyweds molly shannon forget okay. about it playing molly totally against type. fucking shannon was okay so maybe i have to take back my uh, 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 she molly shannon was so fucking good she was. that i hated her guts <laughs> yeah. but she and she wasn't a caricature I could totally see she was very real. I've seen people like that. I've heard people like that talk. I've heard people talk to me like that. She was outstanding. Oh, she was so fucking good. But that guy, I don't like that actor. He looks Uh, like a little. Yeah, he looks like, yeah, he looks like a little weasel to me. I don't like him. So when I saw him, I was like, Ugh. but he was perfectly cast because that's how his character was. Yeah. Um, yeah, Steve Zahn, what do you, it's one of those shows that, because I, like I just said, I like to watch these things and just not think about it and be entertained and what have you. And, you know, this has a very specific point of view and um the acting was amazing except i'm gonna talk about connie Britton, but i'll come back to that um the acting was amazing but because they were so good i hated all of them they're all of their characters were just they were just jennifer coolidge was the least problematic her character and she was still awful i i think 
She was so good. She was so good. That all the acting is great. It's just the show itself. I'm like, nah. where she's on the boat initially to distribute her mother's ashes and has that yes. sort of breakdown. Forget about it. I just got goosebumps. She is so, so good in this. And it just plays so against type. Yes. The, the acting is phenomenal. Except for, I'm going to say it. Go ahead. I don't get, I don't get the love for Connie Britton. I oh. don't fucking get it. I don't get it. She plays the same. And yeah, I said this earlier about Jennifer Coolidge, but, <laughs> but I am, a, I can be a hypocrite. She plays the same fucking care. Dirty John, this American horror story. She's just the same. Like, I think people love her because of Friday night lights, and I've never seen Friday Night Lights, so I can't compare. But I bet you if I watch Friday Night Lights, she'd be the same fucking character. No. no? I can't. I can't. When I see Connie Britton, I'm like, oh, Jesus, really? I got to watch this? I'd rather watch Toast get but- buttered. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> Friday Night Lights is my uh, favorite television series. Really? Yeah, I've never Period. seen it. I don't understand anything about when they're playing football. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> she is so good. She is so good. So good. I love Tammy so much. Love her. Love her. Love her. Oh, okay. It's, uh, it's such a great, it's great, great television. And you're right. I mean, maybe it is because of Friday Night Lights that I love her so much. But certainly that is probably my, I don't know if it was my first no, that wasn't my first because she was on Spin City, um, but definitely my longest time spent with her. Yeah. Now, listen, I am 100% guilty of loving someone based on the first thing I saw them in and that carrying over or loving someone and being able to say, you know what? I, I love them. They're they're not that great, but I love them. And so I get it, but I didn't see that. So I can't take that experience. I, and every time I see her, I I, I just... If I see her name in the credits, I'm instantly turned off. I instantly, I'm like, Jesus, really? I got to watch this? Okay. I just, I don't know. I mean, at least it helps here because she is like so white privilege. And she's got that whole thing about how white men are like the new minority. Oh. It's like, shut the fuck up. I have a teenage son and it's just so hard for him. And I was like, oh, oh." (laughs) (laughs) and that kid who was so great too, who you think is going to be like the biggest, like shoot the school up or whatever. Once he gets back. Oh, right. Has like the best arc where you're just like, oh, it's so sweet. Like he just doesn't want to leave the Island. He likes to go out with those like natives and like, do their little trip like, to Tahiti or whatever. Yeah, Like he's actually like, because there is talk of, does he have Asperger's that sort of thing? And I think, and remind, not remind me, tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like it's sort of revealed that he doesn't, he just acts a certain way because, because no one really gives a shit. And yeah. so he doesn't really plug into people or situations. And so you see him do that with the trip to Tahiti and, and that kind of thing. But the problem I had with him was, and the the guys that were asking him on that trip were very welcoming and so nice and wanted him there. So he didn't encroach, but at the same time, I was like, well, there's that little white boy going on their little trip and he just gets to stay off the plane and he doesn't have to answer it. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. And here, like, this is another interesting thing for me. I think 
and I don't want to give too much away in case people haven't watched it yet, but there is a murder that happens. The person who commits the murder is white and essentially gets off scot-free while at the same time, there is a robbery that happens by a native who you are assuming from what you hear will indeed have the book thrown at him. Um, So there's also that sort of dichotomy of like, Oh, well the white people get off scot-free and the native people will have to pay the piper. Right. Which is true. Right. It's all, it's all like, it's all. 100 fucking percent. Yeah. Yeah. And the Hawaiian men are beautiful in that show. Holy shit. He got that ass. (laughs) (laughs) And the one, the friend. And that was the other thing too, with the friend. I was like, listen, I get it. Like I'm on board with you, but your family might not be privileged, but this family took you on a trip. Yeah. Like you're not completely innocent. Oh no, 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 no. For sure. I also really just want to give mention to Murray Bartlett, who plays Armando, who is so great. Oh, my God. That spiraling out of control. So great. And just the things that he does. Of course, you know me. His final act that he does to the guy in the suitcase. Oh, I didn't even. I did not enjoy that. I didn't even. Well, the whole time I was like, how did they do that? I know. I just watched the first part of it, and I'm like, I'm not going to watch anymore. Yeah, I sort of did that, too. I was like, this is happening. I Why? Why? <laughs> um, you know what the other thing bothered me? There is a new girl at the beginning. She's a trainee, and she has a baby. You never see her again. That's never... what Joe said, too. Yep. That is like, odd. It's, she's a big part of the first episode. Like, it's almost like the whole first episode yeah. is about her. Yep. Her water breaks. She goes to have the baby. They kind of mention her later, like, oh, did you send flowers? She had no, there was no reason for her to be there whatsoever. Maybe it was intentional though. I mean, because she was native Hawaiian. Yeah. And so maybe the idea is that she doesn't matter. She had a baby, but who cares? She's done. Yeah. I mean, maybe if I had gone into it with that, with those ideas, maybe I would have enjoyed it more, but I just hated everybody so much. I just did. Except Molly Shannon, even though I hated her too. But I was like, yeah. like the whole time I was watching it, like, this is fascinating. And just the fact that he invites his mother to come on his fucking honeymoon <laughs> and she comes and she, and she comes <laughs> and doesn't realize it's a bit, she's only going to be there a short time, bitch. <laughs> this is my honeymoon. What the fuck are you talking about? So, but so good. And, and I was annoyed with his wife. Yeah. I just, yeah. I can hate things and still know that they're good. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. I still know that it's very good. I just didn't like it. It was not, it was not my cup of Joe. I will not be tuning into the second season. Mm, I'm excited. It's going to be a whole different, like another white Lotus property somewhere else in the world is the idea. Oh, maybe I will then. So yeah, maybe I, don't I will know. like an anthology. That's cute. Yeah, like I don't know if it'll be the same sort mm. of idea behind the stories, but I think it's okay. an interesting idea. I like that. Yeah, you don't watch American Horror Stories. You don't like the. Let me tell you something. The, the first two episodes dropped, and they are terrible. Just bad. They're just bad. But that's neither here nor there with what we're talking about. Uh, well, we kind of talked about Connie Britton. I watched that first season of American Horror Story all the way up to the finale, and then I stopped. <laughs> you didn't 
watch the finale? I did not. I'm like, I can't, I cannot physically do this anymore. Yeah, I can, I can understand not liking any of them. I, I really can. I get it. And I'll probably watch this whole season, but the first two, man. See, I love some of the actors in it so much. Like Scotty I love Bates Evan. Back. Who? Kathy Bates. No, no, she's not. But Macaulay Culkin. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. And so far he is fantastic. Oh, that's good. He is fan fucking tastic for him oh uh, i know right like i'm rooting for you <laughs> we were all rooting for you um yeah so that i don't know that's it that's what's happening that's what's going on cool <laughs> <laughs> well if you're interested uh, legally blonde is available on the netflix and, and uh the white lotus is on h hbo hbo yep. max yep, yeah yep, yep. six yeah. episodes yeah. So next week we're back with a wee pod. We oh, are. with a tiny little wee pod. Oh, with a tiny little wee pod. And what are we going to be talking about? Well, uh, we are going to watch another comedy special. Okay. And we are going to watch. Um, see, I think I'm going to say her name wrong. Ilza. Sl- oh, I'm her. I Elder Millennial. We're gonna watch that. All right, I love her. Um, I don't know anything about her. I just kind of was like, "Hey, I want to watch this. Let's do All it." Right. Tits. So we'll see. Tits um, and ass. I'm sorry. I do need to backtrack just one quick moment. Do back it into the White Lotus because I also just need to mention Natasha Rothwell, who plays Belinda the masseuse, who works in the spa. So. Fucking good. So understated, so sweet, so sincere. And you feel so bad when Jennifer Coolidge keeps blowing her off because she's so self-interested. Oh, she's so good. That final scene. Oh, when she's like, and then start, I'm like, ah, no, listen, the acting is amazing. It's Steve's on ear. Like Steve's on ear. He's a fuck out of me. Get the fuck out of here with your balls. Um, uh, That'll make sense. If you watch the show, Um, not just, I don't like Steve's on. I mean, I don't have any feelings towards Steve's on. I've never never liked Steve's on. You know what? You know what I don't like about Steve's on? Those balls of his. They, uh, they just, they're wrong. They're bad. They're wrong. They're bad. And I don't like them because of his balls. Um, yeah anyway <laughs> took a weird fuck oh i'm sorry one more thing yeah 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 the whole time i was like how long are these vacations it felt like they were there for a month <laughs> and what is it a week do they say it's a week i think it's a week yeah maybe two it is the longest maybe- goddamn week i was like when are they going home why are they still here it was so crazy it was very it was very crazy anyway so uh all right all done all right we're back next week eliza schlesinger schlesinger Schlesinger, elder millennial uh so if you want to write us an email you can do that at three funny ladies at gmail.com or you can follow us on Insta also, which is Three Funny Ladies. That's right. That's Number right. Number three in both of those things. That's fucking right. The um, new Meryl. The new Meryl. Uh, all right. Well, I guess I'll see you around. Uh, thank you. Uh, good day, madam. <laughs> uh, good sir. Good, good sir. Good, good, a good, a good, 
day to all and to you. And to you, right. and you, and you. And okay. you, and you, and you. Okay, get up, stop. All right, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>